0: Welcome back to Comedy
1: Life with Toby McKinnon and Andrew Gath joins us. How are you, Andy? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks, Toby. Now, uh, I do have a bone to pick with you, and we may as well play this out on air. Like uh, <laughs> You're pretty unkind last uh, on Friday night saying that I uh, used me one humorous joke of the year and you've got a long year ahead listening to me without having a laugh.
0: Well, that's it, I <laughs> yeah, only only have one a year. You used it early, so was a surprised. I thought you might
1: have waited till at least half during in the year. Well, actually, and Tim, you'll have a chuckle at this. I got Dan Malecki to laugh uh, mid-race on Friday night, and I, I proudly sent Andy a text saying, well, that's twice I've got Andy to laugh. Uh, twice I've got Dan Malecki to laugh today. And what odds are that happening, Andy? And you know what his response was, Tim? Bigger odds than Rekir Blaze. It was $151. So <laughs> i
2: I've, I've just... Well, uh, yeah. What struck what struck me about this is that uh, Andy Gas being uh, quite disrespectful disrespectful to another member of HRV because he's I've already asked him I saw him on uh, New Year's Eve and I said for 2024 can you be nice to me That's all you've got to do and he said Oh what the whole year. <laughs>
1: Uh I think, anyway, it's a nice little snapshot b- behind the scenes and the relationships we build with people. And uh, we are having a bit of fun, and that's the best way to do it. Now, Andy, catch a wave on Saturday night in a Ballarat Cup. Talk to us about it, please.
0: Yes, obviously, um, it was a race that probably wasn't on the radar initially. Um, like everything, I did nominate and just kept the options open and just sort of, Harry tried, and he tried well and comes through the trial pretty good, so he's elected to go that way. But um, we've got a pretty sticky barrier draw on, on my first look at it anyway. So we'll, we'll try and work it out before the race comes.
2: Well, I was going to head that way with the next question, Andy. But, um, you know, there looks to be speed, doesn't there? And we've spoken many times about how, you know, at this level, um, there's not many horses, including yours, that can just... Go around and sit in the death and and crush their rivals. So it's uh, it really is a tricky barrier. I know that it can be an easy thing to say, but um, you know it may be just a case where you float out and just see how things pan out early, and you won't be afraid to go back if you have to, or or if you if Kate you know suggests or thinks the leads there, she can press on. But um, it may be one that you could put hours into and never know. So you're just going to have to trust Kate here.
0: Yeah, I think she, um, we're just going to have to wing it at the start and probably just hedge her bets a little bit to sort of go a little bit forward at the start and sort of see what happens, so eventually, and see who sort of finds the top and might be a couple of horses that might hand up if they lead and there be a couple of horses that won't hand up if they lead. So, um, yeah, we're mindful of the fact that this is the start of his preparation. Admittedly, it has been a pretty good race, worth good money too, so you don't want to just throw away a good race as well, but we're mindful of what's ahead of him as well. So, um yeah, he won't be overdriven at the start anyway. So, um, yeah, he's shown that probably his career has probably evolved a little bit where he's a bit of a leader and front runner early on in his career. He's sort of gone the other way now where he seems to um, appreciate chasing horses down.
2: Uh, Andy, um, not many horses or not many trainers would be tossing up between a 1,200-metre race first up and a 2,700-metre <laughs> <2700 laughs> race first up uh, on the same weekend. Um, he's very versatile catch-a-wave.
0: Yeah, he, he is. Uh, and I, I think most standard Breeds are these days. They they can adjust to any conditions, um, Yeah, especially the good ones. So, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a tricky one. That twelve hundred meter race, with some quality horses in that race as well. So that wasn't uh, no races, uh, gimme races these days. You've got to earn them. So, um, yeah, it's a tricky one to know where to go with. But um, probably, um, to be fair, the that cup does probably lacked a little bit of depth over the previous years obviously a couple of good Victorians up there, better eclipsed than rock and roll do and a hasn't made it made his way here yet and Leap De Flames decided to go to Queensland. So um yeah, it probably just swayed me a little bit that you know, that he might not have to have a super hard run considering the lack of depth a little bit in the race. Is,
1: is his, what's his ultimate goal in this preparation catchaway, Vandy? Is it a Hunter Cup? Is it the Miracle Mile? What, what, what's his ultimate goal? Or are you you're sort of sitting on the fence and waiting to see how he comes out of this run?
2: Tassie Cup? Yeah,
0: obviously um, you know, um, <laughs> Hunter Cup and probably the Miracle Mile may be his main aim. If you, um, if you want to pinhole the horse, you'd probably have to say maybe he's a specialist short course horse. Uh, he races very well up an angle, so um you know that's probably the one that we're going to target the most and probably have him completely screwed down for but saying that he's a horse that you can sort of um you know there's been times he got beat when people probably think he should have won um could be the trainer error too but he's the type of horse that when you're getting ready for a big race you can screw him down in that week and sort of get a lot more out of him so um we don't do it with him all the time obviously um only got so much in him so um yeah, but any time he's in a big race, we can sort of get him spot on.
1: I think, Tim, uh, he didn't say Tassie Cup last year. It was the Eric Reese Memorial that Andy was targeting with the horse. But, yeah, Tim?
2: I think he might be just graded out of that one. But, uh, um, Andy, what about... He had his last start in the the Breeders' Crown race, uh, the the four-year-old race, uh, and he's had some time off since then. I can't remember when that was. Mid-November, perhaps. Did he go away and spell in Port Ferry or or wherever he goes or, or just talk us through the last couple of months with... Catch away,
0: yeah. Um, he didn't go back to Port Perry. Um, uh, it's about a two day trip for me to take him there and back. and he only had a fortnight <laughs> off. Uh, so um, he went up to uh, I've got a gist where I gist my horses up in up in Gisborne. So he, he went up there for a couple of weeks, but actually, when he come back down, uh, come back from he had a foot abscess about three or four days, so he had an extra bit more time off. So, but um, yeah, you don't really lose too much of his usual fitness just having a fortnight off, so he's always. Sort of pretty well ready to go st- straight away anyway. So i have just sort of been treading water, waiting for those races to come along.
2: Um, just one more from me, Andy. Uh, I think we've spoken about this, but just uh, for those that probably were wondering or or don't know, would you ever look at a uh, anything a little bit outside the box with catch a wave in terms of this year, like you know a slot race, um, interstate, or, or I know you didn't head to the inter-, inter Dominion last year. Would that be on the radar this year? Anything? You know, like that, that might be on the radar, or is he just not that sort of horse? Um, no, he wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't take him to Perth for sort of the Nullarbor. I just think it's too hard a place to travel and go there. And they, um, the drivers, they're pretty protective over there of, of their own little place. And we saw what happened to my ultimate Ronnie went over there too. So, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty hard if you don't draw any good over there to sort of get into the race. so and can be pretty hot as well so we probably won't go there the race by greens or whatever i haven't had any interest from any slot holders so it might not be on the table either but if anyone anyway, started so interest uh, we probably have some interest in going that one it's probably easier to get to than Perth. uh just jump on a plane going flying straight to Auckland so um yeah so options are open and obviously if meet up an angle um yeah that, that'll be an option as well
1: yeah, you might get some interest <laughs> now, Andy. Having stated that, that might be the uh, clickbait, uh, Tim. that uh,
2: well, he's easy. He's easy to sway because I don't think the Ballarat Cup was on the radar until a couple of days ago, Andy. And there might have been a man uh, with the initials uh, PR that might have said, uh, "Any any chance of coming to Bray Raceway?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope he's true to his word, that man, because he said he's going to be stable hand if I turn up. So um, <laughs> that is so true. If he locked up in his suit and tie, you know that he's lied to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think andy's heard i'm going to the slot race in new zealand just wants to come for a trip uh andy what there is one i'm interested in a horse called highly invincible I had Ian Barker on the show a couple of months ago he's a tasmanian horse and uh, he's made his way to your stable and i did have a week off and i missed his run at bendigo uh highly invincible's in the first race said night yeah he's
0: probably not lately named to be honest um yeah, no, he's a reasonable horse. I mean, good job in Tasmania. I think He um, he's a front-of-the-field horse. He really probably doesn't give 100% effort when he's back in the field and he sort of when he raced at Bendigo. He wasn't too bad. He hit the line okay, but there was defence sort of bias night. So, um, yeah, I'm sure he's got a Metro win in him. He's just got to find the right race. So I only had a quick look at his field, but if he could find the top there sort of late night, he'd be
1: pretty hard to beat. I think Kyra Valley Star would be pretty hard to beat <laughs> if he found the top two, Andy, in that race.
0: Yeah, he's going really good, Corral Valley Star. So he, he? he runs in the two Cups. He hit the line really strong from bad barrier draws. And, you know, he, he wouldn't have been out of place in the Ballarat Cup either. But I just thought he's going so well. And this looked like a good series for him that, you know, the owners in New Zealand have some opportunity and some good money, hopefully. And, yeah, so, um, you yeah, know, he's going well.
1: Andy, will let you go, mate. Uh, best of luck with Catch a Wave on uh, Saturday night in the Ballarat Cup throughout his campaign. And... Uh, best of luck with Rakiro Blaze who uh, will be shorter than 150 to 1 and uh, so am I to make someone laugh twice in a day.
0: Um, yeah, no, When you make me laugh again, Toby, this year, I'll put
1: it on Twitter. <laughs> well, you've just got me. So, uh, Andy, thanks, mate. Catch you soon. Cheerio. All right.
0: See you, guys.